Welcome to your favorite comic book channel cartoonist, Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. And I'm Brian Moss. We have looked at plenty of Sam Keith uh, on the channel uh, so far, and uh, we got hold of Batman Secrets Gallery Edition, as DC put it, uh, straight from Brian Moss's archives. Uh, we are big Sam Keith devotees. We looked at the, at the Max Artist Edition. Mm -hmm. We looked at the Max Issue 1. We looked at his supreme uh wolverine comic yeah Bl blood hungry i believe mm -hmm. from marvel comics presents yes that's big, a, big, everyone's introduction big time sam keith marks uh mm -hmm. we looked at the fill-in issue of the hulk that he did pretty early on we looked at early sandman mm -hmm. big fans off the bat i'm gonna fill in for jimmy right here man and say Big misuse of the end papers, man. This, <laughs> yeah. this is your canvas. This is your biggest canvas. Mm -hmm. Do something with it. I promise that we're going to see probably 50 drawings in here that would have been great contenders exactly. for this totally. page. Something I'd like to bring up um, as we get started. So it's interesting to see Sam Keith like hopping over to D.C., um, in his later career, you know, from doing those covers and everything, and Sandman once again, and it's kind of wild to see him in his later years even be more raw as yeah. an artist, and so it's a almost like a tour de force or like a almost just exciting to see how he expresses himself in his later years. So I think everyone's in for a treat. Yeah, we got an issue called Batman Secrets, Batman Confidential, Batman Lobo. Deadly serious. I can't wait to see what his Lobo looks like. <laughs> Batman 38. So let's jump right in. He does an intro for this, which is, which is pretty fascinating. Mm -hmm. You know, pretty quiet guy. Right, exactly. One piece. First piece, not scanned from the original. Exactly. But, oh my goodness, look at that foreshortening. Right. Yeah, so this is where you're getting, like, all those juicy shapes. And then just, like, like think about this, Ed. Like, I can see you doing like details and like ramblings and stuff like that and like playing with details but it's still exciting like i said because it would be easy just to like black it all out not do anything so it's kind of cool to see him using intention still yeah sure and that, and that's you know city lights uh mm -hmm. it looks like he's it looks like it's that jagged like drag the blade across to create mm -hmm. the textures but i think there might be some just white white media being used if you look really close you can see the texture of that black electrical tape. Yep. Uh, you and I and uh, Jimmy, we looked at an epi at, at at some. Uh, was it Zero Girl pages? Uh, yep. Or Zero Girl, the first run. Yep. Yeah, and the where he volume. he uses he doesn't necessarily paint these pages black. He'll use like black electrical tape. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny that I'm actually surprised that they kept the prices of the pages. No, yeah, in they're not. Well. Yeah, they're not gonna. Which, by the way, it's cheap as fuck. They're right. Gonna, this is him redoing a page. Mm -hmm. Redoing a panel. Yeah. Even this there, it's like because a lot of times you you might think that he's fudging it, but that shows like he's really thoughtful, actually. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you pointed that out, man. Because 375. I I don't know the era of this Secrets comic, but those are like affordable that not anymore incredibly affordable yeah. it's still the wild storm era so so like you know it's these pages man a lot of artists undervalue their stuff that's commissioner dolan from the spirit mm-hmm totally yeah He's doing a riff kind of, on it yeah absolutely a lot of spatter messy town mm-hmm putting some color on the original i see something like this i want to see what that printed page looks like right yeah to see whether he edited or change anything out so menacing with mm -hmm. the lighting on 
that Joker. He he did some uh, he did some covers for Detective and things like when when I was a kid. Right. And his Joker was always sublime, hand, handled in the very same way. Mm -hmm. He it kind of uh, has that. Um because he puts a lot more cartooning, like almost um, exaggerations that are a little more mischievous compared to like the edgelord version of the Joker we have today. And this is interesting because this looks like um, something he manipulated copying and then cut and paste. And that's like definitely some digital work down there. Yeah, but yeah. Well, they, well, this is not from the original, so so it has some bells and whistles to it. But mm -hmm. we're looking at some real shit here, man. And he took some kind of photograph of of some artwork. <laughs> Isn't that wild? And pasted it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, still using that collaging stuff. You'll see a lot of that collaging technique in his Max covers. And so to see him um, experiment here is a lot of fun, actually. Hand doing some op art. Oh, yeah. no, you know what? I see a paste-up, so maybe... Mm -hmm. well. He kind of starts it there, so it might be like an idea, but you can see where the cut and paste is right there, yeah. where the blue is. We do some kind of that's a good observation. Effect. And that's the beauty of these kinds of products, man, where you can you can actually like see what's being done. Mm -hmm. You know, there are certain things that suggest like a high-contrast photo here. Right. But then a lot of manipulation with brush and spatter and things to, mm -hmm. to just make it... make make you know create make it feel organic yeah it's cool because um i've been following his career for so long that to him po like learning things like learning techniques and applying them like we're talking about with the tape and stuff like that and and some of this even goes back that splatter style goes all the way back to early days of the mac so it's cool that he carries techniques through decades yeah totally great lighting yeah on these sequence here like super simple you clearly know who it is and uh, you see some indicators of paste up mm -hmm. on uh, these Batman faces. Yeah, more paste up. You could see it. They're playing with the levels here a little bit, so so like you don't see so much brushstroke. But when you really, really look close, you see that yeah. black tape there. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of see there's there's a little thin parts in it. But yeah, it seems like it's a little bit high contrast. Interesting hatching right there. Like, uh, is that for sh for shading? Like, it's a nighttime sequence or mm -hmm. something? Because it doesn't follow the forms or right. or anything like this. And it might not even be a very archival pen that was being used. Yeah, and you'll catch that a lot with Sam Keith, honestly. Um, something I, I learned um, from his blogs is that he'll take a um, one of those ink pads that people use, but he'll use that like as a piece. Like rubber stamps? Yeah, he would use that and smear to get a lot of that like brush. this kind of thing or something yep mm -hmm, totally like this obviously is like looks kind of digitally distorted or like xerox machine yeah like you you, mm -hmm. you start a xerox and then you pull yeah but you can see even in here where he's using that stamp just as a dry brush That's and you're so getting cool. a really cool effect doesn't it have the vibe of mr gone a little bit yeah totally yeah his joker and mr gong are like you could just switch them out they're identical <laughs> <laughs> And that might even be the backdrop of that blood-hungry storyline, man. I feel <laughs> totally like Wolverine yes. has to climb a cliff to get in there. Yeah, no, he's not one to um, unuse an idea, you know? He'll use it over and over again. And you look at, at this stuff, he does not give a fuck about backgrounds that much. No. You know? like, like, his background, his perspective skills are, are pretty rudimentary. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because when you kind of like some of the stuff sometimes when I would see it in print I'd feel like I mean like that's beautiful But sometimes you kind of feel that things are like rushed or whatever. Yeah, but then you kind of can see that Once again going back to that intention where like he'll render three-fourths perspective female 
and render it out completely, and it looks beautiful. Back to this motif. Mm-hmm. It's an easy way to, to pop a page out. Dude. Yeah. Make it I'm going on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a stranger to, to photo reference. Uh, there were some in his Alien miniseries. You remember that one? Yeah. He definitely used a couple iconic uh, Clint Eastwood shots mm -hmm. that... Uh, I know that looked like it could be James Hetfield from Metallica. <laughs> totally. Doing a little something. Right, totally. And then I wonder, is this on this page? Yeah, it looks like a total, yep. Yeah, because yeah, that's really messy. Yeah, that's it, not legible It looks all. like it got away from him. Mm -hmm. And that's where you the risk and reward with Sam Keith, honestly. So it's kind of cool that he's exposing. Because, like, honestly, I would even argue that some of this doesn't work, Ed, you sure. know? Because I, I just, I'm just now seeing Batman in that, you know? Totally. So yeah, like, like what is that? experiment on the page and fail and be okay with it. <laughs> he even puts oops. Yeah, you know, like, like maybe something really did happen. <laughs> Almost McFarlane hair for that Alfred Pennyworth, man. Mm -hmm. And it's more hair up top to suggest that it's early in uh, Master Wayne's life. Yep. So that intention is detail. Yeah, like, I don't really feel that this works well, honestly. Like, it doesn't... It's kind of confusing. Um, it's beautiful, but... So curious how they public, how they print this, you know? Because, mm -hmm. like, it's got paste-up lettering. Uh, maybe the lettering was more opaque Yeah. Uh, when it was originally put down, and it just degraded from the media that's mm -hmm. underneath over over the years or something. But, right. but uh, if it's shot directly from this, man, like, it might not be very legible in terms of just the, the reading the words mm -hmm. those shapes man yeah yeah using those fine liners and just like going ham on the on the, the that anatomy mm -hmm. look at that hard angle yeah beautiful very expressive yeah very very expressive creator probably high contrast photo right here mm -hmm. very high contrast yep this video is brought to you by the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. Three different levels of support at the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon, including the King Kayfaber level, which completely, completely mitigates the Kayfabe effect by uh, delivering those supporters all the videos before anybody else gets them. Ultimately, our videos are brought to you by the books that we make. Brian Moss, co-host on this episode, has Outer Heaven 1 out, working on issue number 2, and uh, these books are available at his Etsy store by way of his Instagram. This is his contact information right here. If you're interested in getting your hands on Outer Heaven, make sure you hit him up. Uh, shouts to everybody who bought the first couple print runs. I think it's now in its third printing. Mm. Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is coming to you soon uh, in time for the holidays. Collecting all four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree for the 10 year anniversary. This is uh, going to be a uh, uh, 504 page Hardcover book with 140 pages of extras, including a lot of artwork I drew exclusively for this book. The X-Men Grand Design Trilogy is coming to you at the end of the year also. Um, some volumes of X-Men Grand Design out of print right now. Get the handy dandy collection, you get it all. Red Room Crypto Killers 1 and 2 are out right now as of this recording. Uh, it is the last season of Red Room Comics. Two trade paperbacks of that are out there in the wild. Jimmy has Street Angel Princess of Poverty forthcoming. It is a companion piece to Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive. And if you have both volumes, you have all of Jimmy's uh, Street Angel content to date. And True Crime Funnies uh, has sold out for Jimmy, but he is uh, rushing to press a new print run for this fall. Uh, but you can read the entire True Crime Funnies at Jimmy's Patreon. He is also the author of Hulk Grand Design. And 
the artist behind playing James. Now that we're done paying the bills, let's get back to the video. Looks like he's getting comfortable. Yeah. He's, he's getting, getting to the groove. It looks like there might be some of that dry brush stuff there mm -hmm. on top, uh, you know, on top of this this batter stuff. Yeah, it's almost as if he treats the page as like a painting, and he has to activate a space before he like feels comfortable going into it. So it has like a very like you get that really visceral, and then you can just like cut in between that with like white out. Yeah, you know, great so, great Joker piece, man. Yeah, that piece is beautiful. That's a five figure piece. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I had my eye on that thing. And it was when I was super poor. Yeah. And I was just like, man. Do you remember I, what it went for? Well, this was actually on that Albert Moy page. It was for sale. Mm -hmm. And I think it was around like anywhere from thirty-five to 5000 So like, th just imagine now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. Yeah, easy five figures. Yeah, totally. And that was the, actually, that's kind of the thing that kept me with Sam Keith is the fact that the pages were affordable. Because what I like to do is buy original art to study. This is pre-gallery edition and, you know, sure, all yeah, of that. Sure, yeah, of course. So that's what, but you can kind of see now the prices jump. You see that? It's like seven fifty. dollars Wait, when you get some Jokers and Batmans, yeah, like, it would be this. tough not to. <laughs> like, of course, dude. Ah. Oh. Like, how conf, this is what blows my mind a lot of times, like, how confident you have to be to just, because I feel I would have to give more. So I really liked how he approaches things like this. Yeah, same same with Sakevich. You know, that's something that we always marvel at. Like, uh, these guys, uh, certainly at this point, he's had a good 25, 30 years in print. Mm -hmm. He knows what this stuff's going to look like when it's reduced. Right. So there's just, like, a more confident hand. Yeah. Wild stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the, the Wednesday Warrior is looking for a certain kind of thing. Right. And this is not, it's not this. No, they need proportions, normal. Yeah, they, need, they need you to bleed on the page. Yeah, exactly. It has to be rendered out. Yeah. You know, do not experiment. That's why it's always shocking with the, with uh, Sam. It's shocking that he gets, that he gets these opportunities. Right. And I'm not saying that in any negative way to him. I'm saying it every negative way to right. the audience. Right, exactly, yeah. Because it's one of those things where, um, I may have explained on the last last episodes we looked at the original, but what got me into Sam Keith was the fact that I didn't have the ability in the early 90s to like render like Jim Lee yeah. or to do any of that. So when I saw Sam Keith, it was like an underground Robert Crumb type. It's yeah. really how I looked at it because he would give the characters like Wolverine floppy feet. And I'm like, are you even allowed to go off model? Right. right. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, this, that. that, you know, it really reeks of uh, that Sikevich, um, yeah. Daredevil graphic novel they did with, with Frank Miller. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love and War or whatever yep. it was called. Yeah. But I mean, very psychotic, very manic. Yeah. It's catching the psychology of, <laughs> the, the, yeah, that's just wild. Like that's like Mad Comics, but Sam Keith style. Yeah, dude, it's <laughs> pretty cool. Weird. I would have liked to have seen the original of that. Totally. And dude, playing with the uh, the famous Dark Knight, yeah, kind of set up here, mm -hmm. Sam Keith style. Right. He could pull it back pretty well. <laughs> Once it's the best, but it's it's a good pullback, you know. Just incredible pages, man. Yeah. Just very innovative layouts. Mm. And I think there will definitely be an uh, ongoing appreciation as people kind of like come back and revisit this stuff because I think the industry kind of appreciates him. And I don't see him as like an artist artist. He kind of is. Yeah, he's kind of gone into that space. Um, and he even paints now. So 
it's kind of cool to see him exploring other mediums and then bringing it back to comics. So it's almost a nice, like, future-proof kind of gift that he's giving where his work will age with time really well. Yeah, I, I, this is an artist that I feel can transcend, mm -hmm. you it's know, fine. like the, the, the sort of rut of uh, comic original art. Yeah, totally. And all it takes is, like, the next generation to pick up on this stuff to you know, go ham. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, style. like, sort of our generation, as, as we as we get more and more successful, mm -hmm. you, you think David Cho isn't looking at this stuff? Right, and, exactly. And saying, uh, right. that's some pretty dope-looking shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's like, you got this old man kicking my ass, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but he has the experience, but it's just like, man, to push the experimentation this far, like, come on, like, so this right here, and we'll keep going, Ed, but like, that tape, you see where it breaks, and then there's this piece of like um, butcher paper back here. Is that what that is? Yeah, that's totally. And then you see the marker, because I'm familiar with all this technique he's doing here. Then he markers it out on, on the edge, and that's probably maybe glued down. I'm guessing. Sure, yeah. And that's just a drawing that he probably did and ripped it out and put it right in there. Yeah. <laughs> Good little comic moment. Mm -hmm. Now this is what happens off camera if you uh, listen to Grant Morrison when he talks about Batman Killing Joke. Then he gets his neck gimmick yeah. snapped. What is this thing? Camera? Record it, yeah. He doesn't really update his technology. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess visually it works in a comic, right? When you, you see it, when you see it in a 3D setting, like I understand it so much more. Yeah, totally. But it definitely has a yeah. place to put the VHS tape. Right. It's of antiquity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that tongue, dude. Yeah, beautiful. And it's such a creative approach, just approaching it, like sometimes expressing realism than cartooning. And he blends the two so well, you know, in the sense of like that super Bigfoot style, you know? Yeah, yeah. A big part of it has to do with the lighting approach. Like yep. like, like having accurate lighting, understanding the shapes of all the forms, mm. and then knowing how to light accordingly. Yeah, pulling, that's really pulled back versus that, you know? And they both work in tandem. So it has a great harmony to it. Oh, dude. Stat above. So just... Put that same Arkham Asylum. Oh, right good there. eye, Ed. I didn't even catch that. You could tell that um, these these uh, pages were man manipulated in the scan because of how how blue the non-repro blue is. It's blue. dark, you yeah. know, like like this kind of blue will reproduce. So that's an unfortunate thing yeah. with the people that scanned these pages because they really they were fucking around a little too much like mm -hmm. I, I love to see the brush strokes. we were talking about that yesterday on the road like right. like uh i like to see the brush strokes i like to see the technique mm -hmm. every little piece of it yeah uh, and it may be incidental to you know the guy scanning it in but maybe it's instructive to see mm -hmm. what kind of brush he used to like ink in the dark places and things exactly yeah it's not for you to say i love this whole like central city Commissioner Dolan spirit yeah. kind of thing with like even these greats, you know, yeah, totally very 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 uh, Will Eisner ish mm -hmm. and there's that period of like contract with God where Eisner was getting real hairy with mm -hmm. his with his hatching and things totally. All right, now we're gonna jump into Batman Confidential is gonna be all color maybe lots of it What's he use? Is there watercolor? I see colored pencil. Yeah, just I think he just grabs whatever's close to him at this point because it's like he's Color mastered the there. technique, yep. 
Yeah, and to like be that crude to just embellish it with colored pencil is a level of confidence because a lot of people will try to hide those kind of marks. You know what I mean? Something that saturated mm -hmm. that might be Doc Martin totally, dyes. To totally Doc Martin. I can spot him a mile away because even he's capturing those blues. Ed, those are really rich too. That's so true. that would fit in the same. And then just like a, a black prisma color pencil mm -hmm. you maybe even see that's this is one of those things dude we're like these textures don't match up with this so like this could be a paste up mm -hmm. but we're not getting the opportunity to really see that right and just just for the texture you know paste, paste it up for that once again i wonder how how does this page reproduce mm -hmm. how like like how do you get that fit for print to have some color on the actual because the model was black line art reproduction that was right. what it was called specifically what right. you what you were searching for when you were doing pen and ink stuff you know before when it was still plates and things mm -hmm. we're not in that era but and that's fine right but when you have paste ups and things like do these sort of sh like shaded parts do, do those show up in the final printed book right yeah, yeah, this one, it's interesting to see the jump between the two books because now this is completely derailed of any structure, it feels like. You know what I mean? Everything feels... He's pushing it. Yeah, it's really rushed. Yeah, very distorted. Kind of like he got comfortable with Batman and he's kind of like now just experimenting with it completely. Kind of noteworthy that there's even pasted up lettering. Like, why not just do that completely digitally? Right, yeah. Because it's not like it adds anything, you know? Like, it's, it's just typist lettering. It's not Sam Keith right. hand or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Unless the person is, like, in the same area. Yeah. You know? And just uh, did a fresh panel on another piece of paper. Right. It's a little light. Like, I, I, I wonder, you mm -hmm. know, how well that shows up in the uh, final printed page. Mm -hmm. Dude, that even looks like there's that... that girl uh whose whose mom is julie's friend in uh the right. max who's like kind of goth and, mm -hmm. and daria like yeah you're gonna have a lot of face same face syndrome with same keith when it comes to his chicks always <clears throat> or like even um characters like you were saying ed like that kind of attain that familiarity from other books Dude, going like German exp expressionism, like mm -hmm. yeah, Dr. Totally. Caligari. <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> <laughs> See, the freaking Max, like fucking in the back of the yeah, totally, right? totally, man. Or uh, like in the um, in the Daredevil Born Again pose. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. He was like having that. fun with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, going back to that, that's that Doc Martin noodling in there, and yeah, he's just having fun with those blues, man. Yeah, putting so much striation into the face muscles there. Mm -hmm. A lot of feeling and passion. <laughs> is this what we there all? We is this what we all uh, came here to see? <laughs> Got to see what a uh, Sam Keith Lobo looks like. I'm so curious, man. They just oh added a foreground character, and then this is like a high. Well, I can't tell. It's dark. It's very dark. Yeah. So you just wanted to get an effect on that. So maybe scanned it in and then put an effect on it. Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love the hair. 
Yeah. That's so brilliant. Just do a splat, like an ink splatter, like a Rorschach, like, you know, bleed. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a Hokusai manga line. Mm-hmm. Man, it's just like a wiry brush. Yeah. Like an old metal head. He really is playing his hits. Like, one of the things I loved in that Wolverine was when uh, the, the suit gets tattered. Mm-hmm. And there, it's almost like telephone cord. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that blew my mind as a kid. Yeah. And there would be those covers where he takes it so extreme, where it's just mm-hmm. so many telephone cords hanging off of his holy shirts. Yeah, this page, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. I'm not a big fan of that face, but, like, the hurt, the, hurt. Yeah, the proportions are great, but this is weird. Like, what the hell is that supposed to be? Yeah, you know? there's some work being done in the color there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that he did this, but it's not it's not that Sam Keith from, mm-hmm. from uh, that Wolverine era. You know, right. he's, he's pushing things a little further, being more expressive, mm-hmm. not not taping the, the paper down on the board at all and, and worrying about just that basic storytelling flow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great. That works really well. That's 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 amazing. <laughs> yeah, for a you know, vehicle. B- Bisley yeah, is yeah. a spiritual cousin in, in a lot of ways to oh, uh, dude, Sam Keith's approach. So spot on, dude, with that. <laughs> You remember there was the uh, the Bisley cover with the with the controversy of like the dick and the elbow. Do you remember that shit, man? It was uh, it was Lobo's back uh, oh, issue two or something. Yeah, and he's looking never, back. Yeah, and they, and and it's not. It, it totally is. It's it's functional anatomy stuff. But I feel like we gotta we gotta keep a close watch on these elbows just to see if <laughs> right. Sam Keith takes it there. That's beautiful. That's dope. Yeah. Look at that Lobo face. Yep. That's actually a really difficult shot to do, like that level for shorty, because it has that Jack Kirby, Eric Larson, yeah, like image era. Yeah, totally, feel. totally. And he just goes, gets real messy with those mm-hmm. hatches. And this is so confident right here. That shape alone, like doing something like that, it's pretty ballsy, you know, because yeah. that's a female. So to get that, it's like strength in there is really cool to see. He's able to keep her young too, in spite of all the line work that he's yeah. putting on that face. Yeah, totally. That's oh, yeah, that's like noteworthy, that's dude. There is elements of uh, what was that guy's name? James Tennille, the the guy who drew the uh, through the Looking Glass uh, mm-hmm. spot illustrations in the actual Lewis Carroll novels. Yeah. Like like, Good there's there's head. that kind of yeah. spirit in mm-hmm. that specific image right there. Totally, <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Brutality. <laughs> we jumped into uh, Red Room territory, Ed. <laughs> but we also jumped into the Outback. Right. Like, that's that's a is on steroids. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the American Gladiators of is. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choices, man. Like, she, he was, he was putting in her eyeballs in the pencil stage. Mm-hmm. The irises and the pupils and stuff. But... Just let them. Mm-hmm. Is that Peter David? Totally. Is that Peter David? Totally. Sam, hit us up, man. Right. Did we just find something? It's interesting that he will always leave um, his Batman in dark. Like, he always keeps them in dark contrast to Lobo. Yeah, good call. I, yeah, it's beautiful to actually see that harmony. 
when he started playing with this kind of stipple technique, I, I I saw that a lot in his like '90s, like early '90s era uh, detective comics mm -hmm. covers. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's good fun. Yeah. Like, that's what, what we've been waiting for. It's a beautiful page. I wouldn't doubt that he just drew the basic outer shape of these guns and just, like, did it all in, in, in pen. Yeah. It's Dude, we're in the Outback. We really are, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and a lot of that Outback stuff is the function of, like, Sam Keith is just not going to be doing uh, street scenes full of cars that are parked and shit like that. Like, he's, he's going to be whimsical. Yeah. Everything has to have some dream element to it. Love the Magical hand lettering. Realism. Love the hand lettering. Mm -hmm. Love the clean line when he does that. He's that did that a few times so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his ability to pull back is beautiful because even just when you get something like this and get, keeping those um, contours feminine yeah. is still challenging when you're like, you know, really going at it. So to see something that simple and beautiful... This is a, he's it, with this issue. He's playing a lot with this deep foreshortening stuff that that I am just not familiar with him playing around with, like in his arsenal of tricks. Mm -hmm. Very very in, current contemporary expression for him. Yeah, yeah. It's he, like, kind of like something he probably developed during this time. It, honestly, it's yeah. it speaks that he is uh, always, um, always searching. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Always curious. Dude. Yeah. It's beautiful. There's triceps. Mm-hmm. Bigger than a biceps. <laughs> you know, one of his influences is that, is that Arthur, Arthur Soitum mm -hmm. guy, and you could find, like, old heavy metals mm -hmm. that have Soitum doing these proportioned kind of creature things and these, mm -hmm. like, weird landscapes. But this is a quintessential piece of Sam Keith artwork right here. Mm -hmm. Great gravity. Great physics mm -hmm. great balance yes great balance and like one of the tricks that they that they always tell you like you can play around with the, a standing figure any which way but the tip of that foot needs to come under like the chin mm -hmm. to create that proper balance so so he hits it man yeah totally and it has kind of like a bondage like cat nine tails hand mm -hmm. it's a little kinky yeah So this image, like I recognize that from that statted panel in the back, but then he's like adding mm -hmm. on vellum a uh, an extra figure that could be stitched stitch in digitally. Mm -hmm. Is this a birth sequence? Totally birth sequence. <laughs> <laughs> I almost didn't want to change the channel, like turn the page, man. Yeah, like that idea out of pulling back. You know, it's just like it, his rhythm on the pages. It's just undeniable. Like, you're literally getting three different styles, yeah. right? And it's uh, the ability to, like, create that harmony is beautiful. It's almost humorous, too, where you have just, like, all this mess, all this dirt and stuff. <laughs> and then, like, clean lines. Right, totally. That drapery, baby. Yeah. Playing with some dry brush. Mm -hmm. Dry brush kind of spatter daubs mm -hmm. just for drapery. I've never seen that before. No. Mm-mm. Man, you know the brushes that he uses for this are those, like, middle school art school brushes, like, art period class where, like, the kids didn't clean out the brush. <laughs> right. like, yeah, you got super a, stiff brush yeah, bristles. Yeah, you got some acrylic uh, stiff bristles on there. Yeah. But he saves them, you know, he makes them work. We have mm -hmm. a place here called the Creative Reuse Center, 
and they'll sell those brushes for oh, that's awesome. 25 cents and, yeah. and I know people have put great use mm -hmm. yeah. to those yeah personality <laughs> King Diamond <laughs> jump into Batman 38 mm -hmm. that is a hallmark image comics circa 1992 page composition right there totally. right totally <laughs> And this one, he's using a lot of black Prisma, Prisma color. Uh, dude, there is a lot of color pencil just on this. Yeah. Wow. Dude, each of these different comics, he is doing different things mm -hmm. and playing with different materials and media. Yeah. It's like, it's almost what the driving force to get him to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it seems like he's more into... Just to stay inspired. Yeah. And Which like, is and a great pushing. Yeah, it's a great technique to keep S you going. So respectable. Dude, mm -hmm. man. Yeah, like he completely flipped it here, right? I am so inspired. I I, I need to get this issue. Like, I need to see what this looks like in print. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, everybody has these colored pencils. Right. Getting some nice smearing going on here. Oh, I hope these colorists didn't fuck up this guy's work. Yeah. yeah I haven't really looked at these so. issues since I've gotten this, so... Oh, uh, here we go, Ed. See, this is the one that I remember. Yeah. I don't know what issue that is, but but I, I remember picking that up as a kid and just being real freaked out. Yeah. I remember when Sam was doing these covers, those um, DC covers back in the day. Yeah. Um, And he was talking about his workload was so heavy that he was just kind of like cranking those things out the, we, in a few hours or whatever. We, we looked at uh, Batman Nightfall, uh, mm -hmm. it, like sort of in total, just kind of breezed through it real fast. Mm -hmm. And he did two or three covers. Those things were done so quick. Like, yeah. I, I do actually wonder if we'll see them in here, but we're already in a later period mm -hmm. than, uh, than those comics. So unless they're out of sequence. Oh, look, it's, it's, so it's a different approach. Like, it was going to go one way. Mm -hmm. But he, he was like, you know what, man? I'll make far more money. Yeah. If I put a big Lobo on it. Mm -hmm. These are the covers. For the okay. secret? Yeah, for Scratch. So, yeah, I guess this is part of Scratch. Then, yeah, so those are the covers in some interior? Yeah, I don't know Scratch. Yeah, it's still a Batman story. It's basically him uh, hunting a werewolf. It's pretty like generic but it's it's pretty fun though love that lighting yeah yeah he was doing venom covers for a while and they had that kind of feel to it so it's kind of like he took that um technique and process and applied it here this is a book he did about um the mad hatter arkham asylum madness mm -hmm. and these are actual pages so these pages are done on a single 11 by 17 board as a spread mm-hmm so this is, the, you know, if it's the size of the original art, like, that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's another interesting approach. We haven't seen him do this ever. Right. And you can see he, um, his panel count is, and compositions are different. He's, it's, it looks very close to uh, actual printed size. Mm-hmm. Like, for context, here is a comic. Uh, right. So it might reduce 10%. Yeah, but he definitely, like, probably just traced the comic, and it was like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> two shapes, let's go. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And you notice, man, there's no lettering on this stuff, because uh, you just can't hand letter that small unless you want to fucking end your career with 
right. tendonitis and mm -hmm. carpal tunnel and all that. Now, I don't know if these were the cover for the sketches. I mean, are these our sketches for the covers? Batman Through the Looking Glass 1 and 2 covers. Okay, so these are the official ones because, like, on the graphic novel, that's all I have of this. Mm -hmm. It's this image but completely different color and everything. I so see. That's a interesting. A lot of Photoshop. Always like to see him play with this uh, clean line. It looks like very spot illustration, illustration style of you know the days of yore, the sixties, the fifties. Mm -hmm. And this is interesting if you isolate this, Ed. Like just that blocking, like the way he handled that shot, uh, that um, you know the black there, because he's not using any dry brush or anything. So that's kind of interesting to see what it looks like raw, you know, yeah. before the flourishes. And it's 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 such a fascinating approach when he decides to apply a lot of lighting and detail mm -hmm. and things because it really stops you dead in your tracks. Yeah. It's like flow, 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 poignant statement mm -hmm. is being said, something important. Mm -hmm. So Focus. he's conscious of that, like like yeah. spend a little time on that panel. Got the old Alfred. You know if it was flipped and, and Robin was uh, tied up, you know what that would be called? <laughs> What's that? Boindage. <laughs> his dynamic angle yeah this is your Alice it's funny Ed, that you um, mentioned the Alice in Wonderland thing yeah because that's completely Ed from the freaking book yeah it know? is yeah yeah this the sort of shapes of it mm -hmm. that was a ride what a package yeah what a package. Thank you so much for bringing this on by. Of course. I'm glad everybody got to see it. It's beautiful. Such a gorgeous mm -hmm. book to look at. More late period Sam Keith, seeing what he's up to. He's done a lot of work in, in recent years, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I confess, like, Marvel DC, they turned me off on, on the on the new the new racks. I barely ever fucking take a look, yeah, man. Yeah, I never look, man. And I'm, I'm never, uh, you know, I don't pay attention to... Uh, diamond catalogs or previews right. or anything like that. I'm kind of like off doing my own thing. Right. You know, when there's an appending Clouds book, I know. When there's an appending, you know, mm -hmm. Love and Rockets, I know right. it's coming. Right, the heavy hitters, yeah. But this Marvel DC stuff, I'm lost on it. Yeah. And uh, to see how much of this stuff that he was doing Yeah, it's almost like um, there needs to be like a new appreciation almost because it did go under the radar. It probably would, like did decent at the time, obviously, and they had a nice promotion because I caught wind of it. But by the time that run, he ended with the um, Alice in Wonderland story with the Mad Hatter. I didn't even know that book came out. I got it like a year later. I was like, when did they publish this? So it started out really strong, um, his DC stuff, and then probably like by the fourth or fifth book he did, you just kind of lost track of it. So it's great that they published this to get that archive you know agreed man uh it, but you know like I, I can't help but think also that there's a little bit of a sadness that i think you might have had to do this stuff in a certain way uh because once you create your own create your own piece man mm -hmm. the, like why would you ever ab abandon that wing of your your comics making right. of 100 percent creativity mm -hmm. if not to make a couple extra dollars you right. know so yeah. so uh I would love to see him express 100% of his own vision Yep, totally. Sooner, yeah. sooner than later, but clearly when it comes to the drawing uh, dynamic uh, of these comics he works on, the editors are very conscious that they are buying Sam Keith. <laughs> right, yeah. I remember him talking about it. It was an article I read or on his blog, and when he first got back to DC and started working on the Batman story, he was like, 
Um, I'm just going to draw the story, but when you get the artwork and you don't like any, if there's something you don't like, I'll redraw the page. So it was, it was interesting to see that he's open to that concept, but um, I can't recall everything in the article when I read it, but I don't think it was an issue, obviously, because you're not going to... Like, who's going to tell Sam Keith what to do? You know what I mean? Totally, man. Super cool. Let's get out of here. K Fabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available. King K Fabers on our Patreon. Uh, get first dibs on the books that we are talking about. This book here, produced quite a while ago, man. They might be uh, expensive on the aftermarket. Exactly. I don't know that if it's still in print. King K Fabers are getting first dibs. And once we look at that chat room, Maybe some of them already bought the thing. Well said. Uh, they have access to these streams. They have access to the videos uh, ahead of time. Ultimately, the vids are brought to you by the books that we make. Brian Moss, co-host with the most, man. Tell people what we're looking at right here. So this is Outer Heaven number one. Currently working on two and a few other comics. Um, you can check it out and get it on my Etsy store. Or just hit me up on Instagram, Strange Things Moss. Boom. All on this stuff back. right there, man. Yep. Scoop up the comics. Hip-Hop Family Tree. Omnibus is coming to you sooner than later at this point, just a couple of months away. Uh, it is collecting the four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree, 140 pages of new material inside of a really, really slick hardcover. Not the only holiday effort coming to you at the end of this year. Uh, the X-Men Grand Design trade paperback is coming to you. It's complete. It's going to have all of my X-Men Grand Design work in there. Some of those volumes are out of print uh, as we speak. Red Room Crypto Killers is my latest uh, round of Red Room comics. There are two trade paperbacks of that out there. Issue 3 is impending. Uh, or as of, by the time this video is out, Issue 3 is, is on the stands. Just didn't get my comp copies yet. <laughs> Jimmy has True Crime Funnies uh, that is uh, sold out in the first print run. You guys have scooped those up really, really quickly. Uh, he is racing to get a second printing of that done, but you could read it on his Patreon. Links in the description below there. And uh, Street Angel Princess of Poverty is coming to you sooner than later uh, at this point. Uh, it is going to collect all of the work that is not in Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive, which recently got a, uh, a, a fresh print run. You scoop up both Street Angel books, you got all of Jimmy's Street Angel content to date. We have newsletters, we have a merchandise store at the link in the description below. Brian, Jim, Jim is not here, so it's going to be up to you, man. Give these guys a marching order so we can be on our way. Read more comics.